Hey, welcome to Living Ardently. I'm your host, Adrian Giraldi, and it is Friday, so that means it's a bonus podcast day. <laughs> uh, like I said, every every time I have a guest, most of the time I have extras, extra clips, extra conversation stuff that we have that I just couldn't keep on the entire podcast because it would just make it entirely too long, especially this week. Jahidi and I just talk our butts off <laughs> and it kind of gets derailed because we were also doing this like at two or three in the morning during Steubenville. So our conversation went all over the place. You could have probably seen a little bit of that. I kept some of that, you know, squirrelness is like what I like to call it in the actual podcast. But here in the extras, you'll see how much we diverted from our conversations. And actually, in the beginning, we recorded like just seven minutes of extra footage that I was just kind of recording, not footage, audio that I was recording as we were just having a conversation with like five of us in the hotel room that we were staying in. So enjoy a little bit of that, a little bit of those conversations and some deeper conversations that I get didn't get to include in the actual podcast with Jahidi about taking care of yourself. So that's what you got to look forward to today. I didn't have anything last week because Kendall and I got to talking and we're very concise and very precise and Kendall was really good about staying on topic so we didn't have it much I think I had one incident where I could cut it out and make it an extra but it was literally 10 seconds 30 seconds less than a minute so I was like not gonna make a podcast out of that before I go I would like to remind you guys to make sure you're following us on Spotify or subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts so that you get notifications as to when we are posting our podcasts. Usually they're Mondays, and usually if we have a bonus podcast, they're Fridays, but you'll never miss one if you're subscribed and following us. And if you have time today, if you enjoyed our little bonus and all these things, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or even just leave a a five-star rating. It helps me a lot. And yeah, gets us some traction in getting more listeners. So yeah. So yeah. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed today's bonus podcast. And until next week, keep living ardently. Take care. Dad, get ready for bed, mental. We'll be Check one, two, three. Bradley is tired. Also, oh, good Sarah girl. Um, speaker lady. Swafford. I need to get my book yes, signed. Sarah. We need to get my book. They didn't do that signing thing this year. Yeah. Like, meet she the speakers. Signed it. She signed She was there in the bookstore. Oh. Well, I was working, so. I'm yeah. Yeah. She could have just popped in and whoever was there was there. I said that, like, I don't like working, <laughs> but, like, I do. Like, I really do enjoy it. It's just. I love doing Mercy Crew. Because my fiancé did Mercy for a bunch of years, and he was there when I was there, but I didn't know him. Oh, <laughs> even sweeter. Reminds me of another couple we know. Yeah. I mean, it's like... We were literally just talking about them. Oh. No, Arnell and Kate. Oh. <laughs> oh, Arnell and Kate, yeah. Arnell? Arnell's the dude from the DC troop? No. What? That's a joke. His name's Renell. You see my gray hairs? You know, David has gray hairs too, right? I, mean, I like, love it anyway. So like, you're gonna have a girl who loves all your gray hairs. Can you see them? Yes, you can like pick them. And, she's a, and then when no. you no. and then when you have 
And when it's all white, you're gonna be like a silver fox. I'm gonna be Matt Moore yes. at age 30. At 30, I'm gonna be Matt Moore. <laughs> yes, yes, Matt Moore is my. Like, he is thirty. Honestly. He's he's only thirty four. He's only thirty five. Yeah. What? Kids, yeah. Matt Mars Get out. He has to be like forty something. How old is Matt Mar? <gasps> Mama. He wasn't on the I went there and no one knew. Basically. Up that you're trying to work. Oh, you wouldn't ask for his autograph. Yeah, on a cruise, like, and then I saw him every thirty minutes of the day because he's forty-four. Okay, okay, okay. See, I was like, "There's no for I'm about to turn dirty. But he's no forty-four way. with a whole silver fox. Like I hair. asked him before the ship debarked. Silver fox. This is him. Born. He's probably thirty. He's what? This is when he was probably thirty. Yeah, maybe. Apparently, it's a yeah. He's thirty there. <laughs> <laughs> What's on the we are inside. fully alive, <laughs> y'all. Living on the inside, dying on the outside. <laughs> I think it's dying on the inside, living on the outside. Is that how it goes? It's not yeah, at all. No, that's, that's just it. how I live my life. God's not alive. <laughs> ah. What was the? Life on the outside. What did Daddy's he's truly alive. Daddy's he's living on the inside, rolling on the outside, <laughs> roaring like a lion. That's right. Where is that from? <laughs> Sounds so, so familiar. Okay, have you guys ever seen God's Not Dead too? No. Okay. I haven't seen the second one yet. There no. There is this like awful, really obvious advertising for Prius. Like, are you serious? Yes. It's Get so out. Like, they're like, oh, come on. God, we'll get to the church so you can pray. I know. Let's take my Prius. Like, it's, it's dead. So, it's wow. So it's it's kind of like Marvel with the Audi, Audi partnership. Oh, when they start driving their cars and they like, have like a, a very clear vehicle shot. It's like a shot. It's like, oh, it's a commercial break. It like pans up the whole car and you see yes. like, all these lights and you're like, wow. Anytime you see that? Nick Fury in a car, it's, 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 a, it's an Audi. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Piece of yeah. It's so nice to meet you. Bye. 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 I'll see you in the Eucharist. <laughs> oh, that was cute. Um. So, Jahidi, you're a youth minister. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about. Um, a, I don't know when these podcasts in order, but. I recorded a podcast just recently with a friend. We talked about um, being a minister, being a missionary, and, and stuff like that, and how much it takes, um, like how much it takes to always give, right, in our day to day, and just the mundane of the parts of the ministry. And it can be hard. It can be easy to forget to worry about ourselves, about our own prayer lives, right? Can you Definitely. do you figure that out? Do you? Do you I have a whole thing too? on this. Yeah. Um, so I would say last January, January the 10th to be exact, because that was a day that everything changed in my life yet again, um, where I was reminded about the fact that I am a hypocrite mm-hmm. and not a hypocrite in the sense where I thought, where I thought, oh, my, is my faith being tested? Like, is it my faith? And it was actually um, through... A woman who prays for us, she's a spiritual mother of mine, and the Holy Spirit was just speaking truth upon my heart, and she talked about how I am very 
warm and giving and engage with other people and I'm not like that with myself yeah. and um, it really struck a chord because I was beginning this process of healing from uh, it's like it's not like self-loathing um, and it's not self-denial see self-denial is good sometimes yeah. you know we needed to deny things Yeah, yeah. but it was like a self-neglect. Self-neglect. That's Ooh, okay. it was yeah. very deep, deep, deeply rooted in myself and all of my being. And it's also in both of my parents. My parents are very giving and generous people. Mm-hmm. Both immigrant parents, yeah. you know how they give everything for yeah. us. Yeah. But, and we've been doing service for the majority of my life. So I've been singing yeah. in the church since I was eight. Yeah, I remember you so, telling me that. Yeah, everything that I am has been just giving to other people. So I don't know how nice. to take care of myself and I had just begun to work on that, like just through eating healthier and things like that. But she kind of just went straight to the course. She's like, you need to put your religiousness aside for a bit. And at that time, I was discerning to be a sister. Uh-huh. So she's like, you need to put your religiousness aside for a second. And you need to re- have a like encounter with yourself again. Mm. You've lost sight of who you are. Mm. And um, that's why you don't know what, to, what you're doing in your life because you don't know what you want. Mm-hmm. You're so focused on what other people want of you and what God wants of you, but what do you want? Yeah. And I felt selfish in thinking that, but she was totally right. I mean, I I was so focused on others that it's like I'm giving the water that I don't have. Yeah. You know, and um, she's then told me that the Lord wants to invite me into a love that I had never known. And here I thought it was just some beautiful encounter with him, right? Like some yeah. Steubenville Conference Adoration type of session where yeah, like God yeah. is loving on me. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Lord had a whole other plan in mind. Yeah. Um, thus all these feelings for my fiance came flooding in and, mm-hmm. you know, telling, like it was a reminder that I had to be open to marriage. But yeah. throughout all of this process, which is where we're going to get to with the topic about yeah. uh, really owning motherhood and and to my daughterhood as well it it stemmed from a lack of self-love mm. so that self-neglect is something that comes from like a self-hatred uh, because you think you're doing a service to other people by like being humble or being like I'm so selfless I'm so selfless and that's not something that's not the way I function that's the way I think mm-hmm. I'm just giving so much yeah. but um, in me not taking time to make sure I'm sleeping well or eating well or working out, you know, yeah. that I'm not like getting my nails on once in a blue moon, you know, yeah. um, that I'm actually getting something nice for myself. How can I love on others if I don't love on myself? Yeah. Yeah. And that that's just been a really, really, really difficult thing for me to understand. And it wasn't until like in these last two, three weeks where it's been kind of hitting home for me. Yeah. It's been like... I really need to take care of myself because um, I had so much stress on me that I physically was like, it was almost like I was so tense. And um, I think my parents went to Dominican Republic and yeah. my sister was getting a surgery out there. So I had all this extra weight and ministry and so many things. And I'm planning a wedding. So it's like everything yeah, was on so me. Much. Yeah. And, and um, I think I just had like two hours to spare. And when I got my nails done. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, and that seems like from the outside to me, I've always thought of that as being something very superficial and like kind of like a waste of money in a way because I can do my nails at home. Yeah. But to get to be served, right, to have mm-hmm. someone, you know, wash my feet, massage my legs, you know, yeah. being loved on, 
And the person who ended up doing my feet was some guy, right? Yeah. So it was almost like, um, like a man is serving me, you know? So yeah. instead of it being like one of my sisters is serving me, because I feel very comfortable with that, yeah. having a man do something for me, it was kind of like, okay. So, and, and he's like a dad. So he was like talking about his son. And we oh, had conversation nice. about like ministry. Yeah. It was really great. And, and he was like, you know, and I had so much tension in my body. Yeah. And I was like, keep going, like I can handle this. And he was like, it's not about handling. It's like, you need to be comfortable. But yeah. I, I just felt a lot of my stresses slowly kind of go away. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until like the following week that I actually got a massage from a really close friend of mine, Anna. Yeah. She's fantastic. Shout out to Anna. <laughs> and um, I think by the time that she was done giving me the full body massage and she was just working on my feet, I ended up having an emotional release, like crying. Because oh, wow. I... I had so much, like, I'm feeling it here in my heart, but I, I had so much, like, tension overall that I, I hadn't, I didn't remember the last time I felt physically relaxed in yeah. so long. And if I hadn't gotten that, like, yeah. massage on my feet, I would have been screaming because yeah. the pain was so bad in all of my body. Mm-hmm. So it was like, why did I let myself get to this point? Yeah. Like, why do I think that this is okay? Yeah. And why is carrying so much weight? Like, it's like, why do we carry so much burden in our heart? We're not supposed to be carrying so much weight in our heart. God wants us to leave all of our stuff and leave it at the foot of the, the cross. cross yeah. Why are we carrying all this emotional baggage, all this hate and this hurt and, like, not forgiving people? Why do we do that to ourselves? It's like a vicious cycle of, like, running around and shooting ourselves in the foot, then bandaging it up, and then shooting ourselves again in that same yeah. foot, you know? But why like, do we pretend to be so strong? God is like, know. like the cross is light with me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why do you, God is like, why do you do this, man? I'm like right here. Yeah. You know? It's it's so, like, it speaks so volumes for our <laughs> generation, you know? I feel like, man, I, I mean, I went to confession a couple weeks ago, and... And the priest told me, I was like, do you love yourself? And I was like, I mean, yeah, I think I do. I was, mm-hmm. like, he was like, you know, I think you need to work on it. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, so you love the Father. You love the God. You love, you love Jesus. Um, you love working for him. You love what you do. Um, whatever you do. He didn't know that I was a youth minister, actually. And... And he was like, but I feel like you don't love yourself. And you're still you're still learning how to love yourself the way that you need to. And I was like, man, <laughs> I think you're right. You know, like, I take care of myself, like, physically. Like, I like to go work out. I love it um, when you post that. It's like accountability. I'm yeah, like, that's, what it, that's what it is for me. It's like it's accountability. Accountability, just to kind of post a little, like, I call it a gymerang. <laughs> this is a boomerang, but it's a gym. It's a, of the gym, so I call it a gymerang. But needless to say, like, yeah, I, I, I'll post those things, not in, in sense of like, oh, look, I'm at the gym getting healthy, but it's just kind of accountability to say, like, I'm trying to take care of myself and get to a place where I'm healthy physically and that I'm able to, you know, serve the church better and the youth better with, you know, having a healthier body. And that means eating a little bit better. I was like, I'm not super strict on my diet as as I used to be, but you know, like still making sure that I don't eat a bunch of crap, you know. And so, taking myself in that sense, but then like 
was it's different from taking my taking care like you said like taking care of yourself in the spiritual sense and they they both work together i mean like your, your body and soul work hand in hand i say that in one of my earlier podcasts mm-hmm. but like you have to you really got to take time for both right and tonight like um i have been a lot under a lot of pressure these past few months in my just personal life work and everything like that and i had realized tonight that there's been a lack of joy. Mm. Like, yeah, I put on the face. I, because that's how who I am. A youth minister. Everyone knows Adrian to be the joyful, like overly joyful guy. Mm-hmm. You know, who's always happy. Who's always, you know, very has has is very zealous mm-hmm. for the ministry. So I put on that face because I know that's how, how what people know me as. Mm-hmm. But tonight in, in um, adoration, it was made very clear to me that I hadn't had that genuine joy because I it, the, the job, my job had it's become a job. Falling into routine. Had become a job. Yeah. That's something I love to do. And I, I mean, I loved it. I still love youth ministry mm-hmm. and I don't see myself leaving this, uh, career, uh, this is my career. Like, I don't see myself leaving um, at least for until the Lord, you know, tells me so, you know. And, but it had become a job, not something that, not, not, not a ministry. And so my zeal for it kind of faded away with that. Mm. In that in that time of adoration, I just started, um, you know, with Steubenville's, uh, you get a whole slew of things you might get, you know, you mm-hmm. might have the people laughing, out of joy, you know, some mm-hmm. people are resting in the spirit. Mm-hmm. People would just start breaking down and, tears you know you never know what you're gonna get but today like for the first time like usually i get a little emotional teary-eyed because i see my teens like give up their their lives to christ for the yeah. first time or like you know i was like lord this is my first time uh that you know when they say like hey, if it's your first time ever just like being open to the lord just, like stand up and like when i see like my new kids do that man like i i'm a wreck but this year <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't tear up as much but i was that was definitely emotional but i didn't tear up it's like, okay, that's fine. Like, I don't need to cry to show that I have emotion towards something. Mm-hmm. And, but for the first time, I laughed at a, like, like a gleeful laugh during adoration. I was just like, what am I doing? Like, why am I <laughs> laughing? And uh, the spirit, of, and I realized it was that spirit of joy. Just like, mm-hmm. you know, like, Lord, there has been a lot of lack of joy in my life. And I'm, and it's like it kind of like re 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 met the like was reintroduced to that mm-hmm. sense of joy. The entire rest of the night, I was just like smiling and everything, going up to people like, "You are so beautiful, and yeah. for doing what you do, yeah. like thank you." And I was like, "You guys have such beautiful hearts." Like I was going to random people, and I was like, "Maybe <laughs> I'm getting a little creepy," but like I was just so I was like in, infused with so much joy. So I just. You know, tonight was great for me. Um, mm. And it's just being able to put myself in the position of prayer mm. and letting myself, like, be there. Like, yes, I was here to pray with the students and make mm. sure that I was there for them if they needed me. But during that adoration, Father was like, I need you to be selfish. Yeah, I told my teens uh, that just before. Yeah, I was like, this is for you. Don't allow anybody to steal your blessing. Yeah, and I was like, dang. I mean, like, I, I mean, that's our job. It's like pray for those youth, the teens, mm-hmm. right? But I was like, oh, maybe I need to be a little selfish right now in this moment, just for now. And that's where that's when it happened. I was like, wow, okay, Lord, I see you. I need to love myself 
Because he mm-hmm. even said that too tonight, didn't mm-hmm. he? Oh. I was like, all right, I see you, Lord. <laughs> I see you being blunt and stuff and uh, embracing my sonship and embracing my, you know, that I have a father in heaven, you know, and that means that there are children to follow, right? If there's a father, that means there's children. Yeah. And if there's a father, that means there's a mother as well. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're talking about tonight. Just really, um, we don't, I mean, it's two in the morning, so we're like, <laughs> we don't know where it's going to go, but we're going to try. I'm not, I can't say I'm jealous of it, <laughs> but like, if I could, if there is a way that men could partake in a more actual physical way mm-hmm. in that process, that would be so cool. I mean, I <laughs> maybe that's just 2 a.m. Adrian speaking, but I think that would be. Super I think that's dope. 2 a.m. Adrian speaking because <laughs> I think if I put the that weight belly thing, you'd probably. Yeah. Oh through, no, my back. Or make you go kill. through like that electric. Uh, nope. <laughs> exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Exactly. The one that makes you feel like you're like constipated because <laughs> you're about to going like celebrate. Yep. Oh man. I saw the try guys. The do guys that. are like, oh yeah. The guys are like, I'm strong until it comes to until that. Until it comes to that. <laughs> we played this side note. We played this game. Would you rather with my friends? And it was, would you rather be eight eight months pregnant for four more months, or be in labor for a week? Oh, good Lord. Hmm. So you're asking me that? Yeah, what would you choose? You know what? Eight months is right. I don't want to say this is a sweet spot because I personally have not been pregnant just yet. I'm, mm-hmm. You know? Um, so I'm talking about motherhood and the fact how I've embraced the concept of, not the concept, but that, that reality the Lord is inviting me into. Yeah, that role. Yeah, that role to God willing becoming a biological mother but I, or, or being in labor for a week. Oh God! I think I would much rather be eight months pregnant for for four mom months. months. So that's what I said. (laughs) Explain, please. Because yeah, I think going through labor is already super, super intense. The contractions and stuff like that, and just being being ready to pop without it not being ready to pop for a week. I mean, some women experience that for for over forty eight hours. I mean. You know, some people are like about almost three days, but it, it's yeah. happened where it could be a whole week, a depending week. on if, if it's not dilated enough. So, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so what I but eight months is kind of like eh, so yeah, you kind of hang in there. But like you hang in, you kind of hang in there because yeah. once you hit that almost nine month, then you're like, kill me now. But yeah. eight months is like we're right on the right the, on the cusp. The cusp of it. <laughs> I could survive. <laughs> so you, you pregnant women, or you women who have been pregnant before, please let us know. You guys could be like, choose. oh heck no, I would prefer. <laughs> <laughs> so when we did this, I played this with, I was two guys and two girls. So it was me and another guy, and uh, my friend Mark and my other friend Sarah and Tanya, and the ladies said labor for a week. Mark and I. Maybe because said, it's like it's shorter, right? Just yeah, it's a deal shorter. with the pain you're in and out. I totally get yeah. it. Because we, we understand that. But, yeah. but I'm thinking, like, I don't want to go to the pain. <laughs> Just hang in there. Just <laughs> like, <Just, laughs> <laughs> uh, Right? I was like, if I can eat, and as long as I can sleep on the side, exactly. you know what I mean? I can hang in there. Yeah, I feel like you're just weak as you can't sleep. It's, like, painful. But I'm sure the moment, God willing, you know, when God blesses me to be a, a biological, I'll be like, what the heck was I talking about yeah. at 2 a.m.? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 2 a.m. Yeah. I obviously didn't know what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? That's, if, you, if, you're a parent, if you're a mother, please let me know. I, I would like to see the... the, 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 the I would love there. to hear the feedback. Yeah. <laughs>
Anyway, so yeah, when I when I when 